Welcome to The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Here we discuss all things curriculum, plus leadership issues, teaching tips and much, much more. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Morning. Nice to see you in the virtual world, shall we say. <laughs> I know, like like everything now, we're meeting everyone online, but it's, it's lovely to work so closely with you and to have you on because it's been a while since we've had somebody on from Cornerstones, from the frontline team, which has been more important than ever over the last few months because you really have got ongoing daily contact with teachers and senior leaders who are using the Cornerstones material hopefully for the listeners there's a lot that you can you know pick up from hearing about what other schools have been doing but also to be aware of what Rachel and her team are available for they're really here to to support you and whether you use cornerstones or not they know so much about curriculum she's blushing I can't (laughs) but but honestly it's nice to be able to introduce you to Rachel as part of the cornerstones team here because they really are curriculum experts so right without further ado from me Rachel could you just tell the listeners a bit about your particular role at cornerstones Absolutely. And, and thank you so much for that lovely introduction. It, my head's <laughs> gone massive <laughs> from that now. <laughs> but yeah, just to reiterate, we are real people on live chat. So please rest assured you are not speaking to robots. That's why sometimes perhaps it takes us a little while to respond to your questions because we're physically having to type it and think about and find all the things to support you as best as we can in these circumstances, but also generally with your school's curriculum. So My role is I am a primary curriculum advisor and I am based in curriculum support. Um, There's a team of us, a very small team at that. So we're we're with you from eight till five every day. And people may recognise my name from our live chat service or from speaking to me on the phone or via email as well. Since lockdown last year in March, we've we've helped almost uh, six and a half thousand people on our live chat, which is just phenomenal. Yeah, Um, it's a huge number. Um, But it's it's been fantastic because sometimes it's very short and they've just got a very quick focus question. And other times you have these real in-depth conversations about curriculum and curriculum planning. And it's been really lovely to have recurring visitors. So we've been able to build up a bit of a relationship with some people as well, which is just, it's lovely to sort of speak to schools and find out what they're doing and how they're coping. It's nice to see that the live chat has been used like that. It's it's very popular, isn't it? Because it's so immediate. You're saying about how they're coping. We're currently talking during uh, lockdown again. What are the main things, Rachel, that schools are contacting you for support with? And has that changed a bit since the beginning of the pandemic last March? Yeah, I would say that it sort of it changes and evolves as the circumstances have evolved as well. So last time when we first went into lockdown, it was so sudden and so unexpected. And schools had to react so quickly to that situation. So initially people came through for support with how can we help with home learning How can our resources be used? We had a lot more schools coming through that needed support with setting up the curriculum on Maestro, um, but also the functionality of the site. That was predominantly from senior leaders who perhaps had a little bit more time to actually, you know, away from the day-to-day running of the school, had a time to sit and look at the curriculum in a lot more detail. So we were able to help them properly get set up and then they did some staff training and so on 
And I think mm. this has helped all of our advisors because they've been able to build up those relationships with schools, having multiple meetings to really go through that functionality to make sure they're getting the most out of the system. And as I say, teachers in general have come through more to focus on how to teach remotely and how we can support with that. Hence why we've just had our lovely YouTube channel made available as well for sharing videos a bit more easily. Yes, if, you, if you're listening and you do use Maestro, then take a look on your Maestro homepage. That's really important for teachers, isn't it? That day-to-day teaching support. So how would you advise teachers to use the Cornerstones materials and the platform Maestro during lockdown, you know, for blended remote learning? Yeah, I think, like you say, the, the, the schools have been really busy, kind of being able this time around a little bit differently to last time around to be able to do live lessons in sort of virtual online teaching. Whereas before, I think it was kind of that unknown of we need to just send home home learning packs. So we've, we've got home learning ideas that are linked with all of our projects that parents can deliver at home. But now that we are able to do these remote lessons, all of our resources can be shared on screen. So such as the videos, if you're in a live lesson, you can share those that way. The resources come up as PDF documents. So again, they can be shared on screen. But equally, they can be sent home, whether it be via email, whether they're uploaded on things such as Google Classrooms. And what I would say is that teachers can use those resources, as I previously said, making sure they're not shared publicly. That's one thing that's quite important to just mention there. But also, if schools have the opportunity, we recommend taking the time to watch our videos that are on there, the training videos, to maybe book an online training session if they've got that opportunity to really get to grips with the functionality that Maestro has to offer from looking just, you know, at our inspirational projects, but also the supporting resources right through to checking curriculum coverage for subject leads and so on. So that, you know, hopefully if we are able to get back to some kind of normality in September when we start a new year fresh, they're up and running and ready to go straight from the onset. Yeah, so if people want to book a session with you, then that's a great way, like you say, to gen up and really make the most of Maestro to get up and running for when everything comes back because there's a lot of gap analysis tools that are really useful for the recovery because there's been such a widening of gaps with different children, different home situation. You know, we've heard a lot about that. I mean, that is obviously a big issue, but what are the other key curriculum issues that schools face? The pre-pandemic schools were looking at having full coverage um, and full progression in place of the curriculum. So looking at those national curriculum programmes of study, um, and they've been able to track the progression of skills and knowledge through each year group as they move across the school and being able to track the children through that as well with our assessment tools. So, you know, that was obviously a little bit easier pre-pandemic because you were in the classroom, everybody was together. Mid-pandemic, obviously, that's become more of an issue, like you were just saying about uh, children being at different stages. You don't know what home support they're receiving if they are actually engaged, if they've even got access to technology and things that they need mm. to take part in that. And I know the the whole country's kind of on board with that and trying to get that sorted for every every child. So I think Maestro can help with that in terms of being able to look at what you had as your intended coverage from the onset, what were you planning to do, what have you actually been able to do, and marking those children maybe that are absent, that have missed areas of learning, so that then you can create these focus groups to be able to cover any gaps moving forward. I think assessment of children's learning is going to be a huge challenge for teachers moving forward. And I think our new update is really going to help with that as teachers will be able to create learning groups on Maestro and be able to track objectives from different year groups, perhaps that they've been working on 
um, enabling them to really, really kind of go in depth on children's assessment and, and seeing where they are so that they can then spiral back perhaps, um, like I say, maybe make focus groups and really help them as they get back on track um, with the curriculum and the coverage that they need to do. Yes, this, I agree. I think it's the assessment. That's what I'm hearing from people in education at the moment is an assessment for learning is going to be key. That's great to hear that, Rachel. You know, in terms of the curriculum again, I feel that this year, later on this year, it's going to be back at the top of the agenda almost before we know it. So how should schools prepare for, say, let's hope, <laughs> September 2021 to get back on track? Is that something you can help them with now if they have got the time to sort of work on that? Yes, as I say, we, we have the tools on Maestro where you can identify any gaps that have occurred during the different lockdown stages. So you've got potential that you had this planned curriculum that you were going to do before we knew what was happening. But then that ability to be able to track through, looking through your intended coverage, but then also encouraging your teacher to use their actual coverage. So once they've clicked that lesson taught button, that tracks in the system. Yep, this lesson, this focus, this objective, whatever it is that you want to call it, has been tracked in the curriculum. That actual coverage report will show you exactly what's been delivered. And if you are using our assessment, you'll be able to see where the children have got in terms of their attainment of these objectives. As I say, the new update is going to help even more with this, enable schools to create these groups and, and track attainment for different objectives. But I think also it's taking into account the children's mental health and their general well-being. As, as we've said before, we don't know what children are having at home. Um, it's, it's very alien to them. They're away from their friends. And I think those social groups are so important. Um, so I think planning as we move forward for lots of maybe team building work and activities to bring the children back together, to get them used to being back in that classroom environment that we're all hoping happens very, very soon. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Yes. Um, so Maestro and on the one hand, helping to track the coverage and the attainment, but then also teachers planning into looking after those children um, and their, their mental health and well-being, and of course, teachers' mental health and well-being. I know. I've been talking to teachers and teacher friends who are actually doing more work now, preparing and planning. You know, th these are schools who maybe haven't populated their curriculum and they're having to write and prepare all these videos and online lessons. It's actually huge amount of extra work that's that a lot of people don't realize that teachers are doing that they think they're just at home and it's Absolutely. somehow easier and it's not easier no, at, not all. at all it's, it's a completely different way of teaching I mean everything that you get taught at university and colleges as you're working your way through as a teacher as you're developing that experience you're never prepared to suddenly switch everything on its head and completely you know, change the way that you're delivering this education to children because let's face it teachers do come into education to educate children they're their priority um, mm. and you know I've seen some of my friends who are still working in the teaching profession like you say working over and above trying to make lessons engaging and especially for children, it's really difficult um, with their attention span and the, the distractions that they come along with and you know have you seen my pet and you know what did you do know what happened and I built a snowman and you know all these wonderful mm. things that that children do and um, so to keep them engaged and help with their education is just so so difficult at the moment but we're here to support in any way that we can yeah definitely Rachel before I ask you 
to say what you did, you know, before you came to Cornerstones, I wanted to ask you what your favourite, because you talk about maestro all day and you know it like the back of your hand. What are your favourite features? You know, if you were a teacher again, what do you particularly like on there? Well, obviously the projects are are my absolute favourite and I was really lucky to, um, before I became in the support role, be on the writing team. We have such a creative team that not only write the content of lessons and these resources, but the amazing designers who put them together and they're so beautifully presented. And a lot of the teachers that I've spoken to just recently love the fact that they can come to Maestro and everything's in one place. The resources are age appropriate. We've found external links, you know, the, the quality of the images that we've prepared, everything. It's just, it's that one-stop shop where you can just get everything all under mm. um, sort of one tab, so to speak. So definitely my projects are are my favourite, but I really like, and I think a lot of people don't realise you can do this, on the projects page, on the view and compare projects tab, you can put a little tick in the corner of the project images, and then when you click, there's a compare button, and it brings up the project. So maybe when you're initially choosing the projects that you want to use in school, you can look at them and compare them and see the content overview, the programmes of study overview, And it will really help you to decide which ones you want to deliver in terms of what your school requirements are. Um, So I really like that tool. The other tool that I really like is the intended coverage page. You know, the fact that in one place you can see all the programmes of study from the national curriculum split up by project, split up by year group. Any gaps that you've got, you can assign them to projects. You can see the lessons where they're covered. that, That page to me is really important for you know, not only class teachers, but also subject leads for SLT and yeah. to actually see where is your curriculum going? What's it going to do for you in the school? And all those features you talk about, we've got for Wales as well. So when yes, you say absolutely. national curriculum, we've obviously got the curriculum for Wales requirements, the four purposes and the statements of what matters. So you can see the coverage through the curriculum. Yeah. So I agree with you on all of those, actually, Rachel. I'm really excited about the new developments too. I've been working closely with Simon and the whole team on the development with that, of, as I was mentioning, this ability to create your uh, focus groups and be able to track objectives for different year groups. Um, I think that's going to be so crucial for schools, especially coming out of the the pandemic and going back into classrooms. Um, So I'm really excited to see that up and running. And again, Mm. we're here to support schools if they need training on how to use those new tools. Yeah, that to me is really the day-to-day teaching. You know, there's some really good tools there for your teaching and to, like you say, to group your children. That's the bread and butter of your day, isn't it, really, and of your your lessons. And you can change them so easily as well as your children move onwards as well for different subject areas and different ability levels. Um, Lovely. You do that as a teacher all the time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. They need to change because your assessment for learning is ongoing, isn't it? And it's dynamic. And thanks, Rachel. And finally... Can I ask you, I think I know a bit about it. You're quite, you're not a dark horse, but you've done an awful lot in your life, haven't you? What did you do before you were a a Cornerstones advisor? Yeah, I've been very, very, very fortunate in my career, not only as a teacher, but even prior to that as well. I've worked in lots of different fields um, from being an information analyst and looking at data for companies through to actually training as a primary school teacher. So I actually worked as a teacher for about 12 years. I did a a PGCE skit, which was a school-centred teacher training in Doncaster. 
and I've worked in lots of different year groups all the way through the school from reception right through to year six, not nursery, sadly. So I did that, but I've also been very lucky because I've worked not only in the UK, but I've also worked in the United States for three years. And I also worked at the British Council School in, in Madrid in Spain. So I've had lots of different opportunities during my teaching career from working on the senior leadership team, being a classroom teacher. I've been involved in collaborative projects with the British Council, working with schools in Europe and also in China, and had the opportunity to visit some schools overseas as well. And for much of my career, I was actually the subject leader for science, which enabled me to get involved in lots of different projects from climate change and sustainability through to science, creating science weeks for schools. I've directed end of year productions in all different, different musicals. Yeah, I've just had a, a very varied and very exciting career before I came to Cornerstones. And obviously in Cornerstones as well, as I said, I've, I've managed to do some writing with the projects and uh, and then working in support. So it's, yeah, I'd like to change things up and do lots of different things. <laughs> you certainly have. I'm really jealous hearing about a lot of the things, especially working abroad. I think that gives you such a, a good insight. There's some common good practice, isn't there? And, oh, and things that we can learn. Yeah, and seeing how different curriculums, different focuses for curriculums are as well. Um, mm. I mean, the, the American system is quite different from the English system. Um, so to see the sort of comparing and contrasting of those two and, and the sort of pros and cons of each as well um, is really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And before we go, if people are listening and they want to get in contact, ask you and your team a question about curriculum design and they're maybe not on Maestro, what's the best route in for your advice what do yeah, they need absolutely. to do um so through our main website cornerstoneseducation.co.uk right in the bottom corner on every single page there is a live chat facility so they can come through there equally if they are existing customers they can come through the live chats on our maestro site as well mm-hmm. that will come through straight through to us and then also on the the main website there is the option to book a demonstration so that's not necessarily just with me, but our entire team. Um, we've got lots of different people working with us that can do that. And it can be as short or as long as needed. We can you know, tailor that to school's needs. Yeah. Um, and as you were saying, they are online at the moment. So we can send those via Zoom or via Teams that people can join. And we're happy to help and answer any questions as best as we can. And if we don't know the answer there and then, we will go away and find out and come back to you. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, Rachel. I'll put all the details with the podcast if you're listening to this and you go to the website you'll find all of that there and uh yeah finally actually Rachel I just wanted to share a a lovely comment we got on Twitter yesterday actually Rachel about live chat it's from Moira Cross thank you Moira if you're listening the chat function is invaluable and I often use it they offer advice quickly and all issues are resolved a brilliant aspect of this fab product so that's lovely to hear that Uh, yeah I thought I'd let I'd share that with you Rachel because I know you and your team are there for them whenever they need support so thank you if you like Moira and you have used our live chat then do drop us a line and let us know how you found it and thank you so much for your time Rachel I know you've already had calls this morning haven't you so I'll let you get back to (laughs) back to the front line it's always a pleasure And to you, yeah, and all the best. And thank you ever so much for listening. Hopefully that's given you a a really good sort of overview of the support that we offer. Obviously, as Rachel said, you can get more detailed curriculum advice and guidance. We have curriculum advisors here who can talk you through your curriculum. 
And also, of course, if there's just a very quick question or something longer, you can put that on live chat. So hopefully that's given you a flavour of the support we offer here at Cornerstones. And we wish you all well in your situation at school, your community. And until the next episode, it's goodbye from Rachel and goodbye from me, Caroline Pugner. Goodbye.